I'll go ahead and answer your question right now. No, I will not be watching the debates tonight. Not because... I don't know. My buddy Bill and I got into this the other day. He's convinced that people are going to change their minds, that they're going to watch this debate and something is going to strike them and they're going to go, see, I need to vote the way I wasn't going to vote before. I do not share his optimism of the American voter. I don't believe that anybody hasn't made up their mind yet. At least anybody that's... I look at people who say they're undecided in the first week in October the same way I look at people who say the earth is flat. They may say it with conviction and they might say it with passion, but you know they don't really believe that. And if they do really believe that, then you know that they're certifiably insane. So stay away from them. The baseball playoffs will start tonight. So that's what I'll be watching because I just don't really care. There won't be anything in this debate of any substantive value. There won't be any discussion of any actual policies. There'll be discussion about tax returns and who knows what else. The Supreme Court, I'm sure, will come up. Now, that said, I'm not going to watch it because, again... Your echo chamber, your chosen echo chamber that you've chosen to listen to, will already have instructed you as to what to think about what's going to happen tonight. You've already made up your mind about what's going to happen tonight if you're listening to this show. So there really isn't any point in me even dissecting it unless, unless by some miracle, actual substantive discussions about national policy take place, which they will not. So don't expect me to get really excited about it. But were I advising the two candidates, let's say for the sake of, I don't know, whatever. See, I've been watching, I've been watching Cosmos a lot lately and reading a lot of Carl Sagan lately. And the remarkable thing to me about Cosmos, the book and the, the TV series, the original series, not the, the new one. The remarkable thing to me about it is that I'm still learning from it all these years later. And I caught something yesterday watching that that I had never caught before and that was this concept of time travel being reality but not being able to change time but it could be parallel existences different planes of existence where maybe in another time frame maybe in another timeline I guess if you want maybe I'm the Rush Limbaugh of the world Or, maybe I'm the John Wayne Gacy of the world. You just don't know. But the possibility exists. And so, putting on my Cosmos hat tonight, what what do we say that for the sake of argument, both candidates said, hey, Dave, what do you advise us to do? What do you think we should do in this here debate tonight? Well, what I would tell Biden very simply is, The less you say, the better, because it doesn't matter, really, how cogent your idea is. It doesn't matter how well thought out it is. It doesn't even matter how well you understand it. You're going to say it wrong. You always have, and you always will. And there's a lot in your record that's indefensible, 
as much in your record that's indefensible as in Trump's that's indefensible. Uh, let us not forget that once upon a time, you dropped out of the presidential race because you're a plagiarizer. So that's going to come up again. You've got issues with, uh, you know, race issues and uh, your, your selected vice presidential candidate. I mean, in, in the real world, even if I had been inclined to vote against Donald Trump to vote for Joe Biden, who, okay, let's face it, he's, he's your crazy Uncle Joe that everybody loves. And I had one. <laughs> I, had a really, I had an Uncle Joe that I really loved was not crazy but biden is that crazy guy who even if i were tempted to vote for him his choice of vice presidential candidacy would absolutely turn me off there's no way in hell i would ever cast a vote for a biden harris team that's just not going to happen now that said Maybe you should emphasize the fact that you're in good health and you haven't lost your faculties and Kamala is the vice president, not the co-president or president-in-waiting. Because I I, I got a feeling, this is just my own gut feeling, that a lot of voters who might otherwise be tempted to vote for Biden are turned off by Kamala Harris. That said, I would kind of emphasize that. I'd stay away from... I'd stay as far away as I could from my past, but I don't know that he's going to be able to do that. Let's flip to the other side of the coin. What would I tell Donald Trump? Well, here's what I would tell Donald Trump. Number one, you can't win. It doesn't matter what you say. You could walk out there with a bouquet of roses to give to the vice president, the former vice president, and people would say that you killed plants to taunt the vice president with that had thorns that you meant to attack. That's the position you're in. You know you're going to be attacked for the Supreme Court uh, brouhaha. You know you're going to be thrashed over that, over your choice. And, you know, for what it's worth, uh, there's a lot I like in Amy Barrett. But I also know that the day's young. Uh, The accusations have yet to... uh, to surface, and we're going to see a circus there. And and maybe you mentioned that. Maybe you mentioned the fact that you know we've reached the point where the Democrats are so desperate to stop anything that they will slander, as we saw over the weekend, will slander somebody who's adopted children from Haiti as racist. Not making that up. I think the big one I would because uh, you know you're going to get attacked on this. You know you're going to get attacked on the tax issue. You know you're going to get attacked on this. You know, Reagan paid taxes, and Bush paid taxes, and Carter paid taxes, and Clinton paid taxes, and Donald Trump didn't pay no taxes. Well, as a good friend of mine pointed out, uh, to pay income taxes, you actually have to have income. And we're a little unclear here as to what tax returns we're actually looking at. As I understand it, it's 2016, when he was not the president. And I would, if I were Donald Trump... I would whip out that tax return, and I would go line item by line item through it. Follow me here. Stay with me now. I know what you're saying. You're panicking already, but don't. Line item through line item with that, and point out every time you make a deduction in there, every time you have something that works to your advantage, make sure you point out that it was a law that Joe Biden voted for as a senator. 
or that Joe Biden oversaw as vice president when he was president of the Senate. The Obama administration passed. Make sure you hammer that. I got all these tax breaks because Joe Biden is a moron and doesn't know anything about how taxes actually work. See? And then you'll be attacked for that, too, I'm sure. Sorry. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, make sure you go after him on that. Make Turn it around. Make it all about how the Democrats had the control of this Congress. You were there for 47 years, and all you did was every time somebody would give you a donation for your campaign... You wrote them up. Beneficial tax Benny right there into your code. Show them right there where he voted for the bill. That's what I'd do. And then I'd look right into the camera and say, you know, isn't that amazing that this guy who says he loves you, who says he cares about you, who says he's on your side and that I'm the bad guy, is the guy that gave me all these tax breaks because he and his compatriots used to come to me and ask me for money to run for Congress or run for vice president or whatever. I don't think they'll do any of that. I don't think anything like that will happen. But if it did, well, quite frankly, that's the kind of thing I would tune into. But instead, I'll be watching the baseball playoffs. Have a great day, everybody.